good, 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 Matt Show. Welcome, everyone, back to the most illustrious wrestling podcast in the universe with your hosts, Nello and Isai. I'm Nello. Hello. That's Isai. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. We took a little bit of a break, um, as most things are, as most lives do. Just took a little bit of a break. Um, I felt like I was trying to say something there, and I just totally trailed off mid-sentence and just lost yeah, my train of thought. Okay. <laughs> as, as most lives do, I took a break. <laughs> Got all summed up and took a break. Yeah. Got all summed up. I'm pretty gimmicked right now. I just heard, um, actually, someone was talking about it. I can't remember, but it was on some wrestling thing, and a guy was like, yeah, man, it's like one of those coffees with a gimmick in it. And I was like, <laughs> sick. What was he talking about? Like, what kind of gimmick was in the coffee? I think he's just calling alcohol a gimmick. Anything is like, it's, a, it's like a substance is a gimmick. Oh, fuck. So, oh, yeah. Or like when it's spiked, up. it's gimmicked. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Um, I don't know. How, how have you been? What's what's up? We haven't been uh, we haven't talked in a while. We've both been very busy. Uh, just life in general. Yeah. Working. Doing twerking. stuff, twerking. My, uh, my, my metalcore band's playing music again, so that's cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, you said I made our intro for the show. so <laughs> That took me about 10 minutes. Yeah, if you need a metalcore intro for your podcast, that's your guy. <laughs> or if you need a metalcore entrance to be a wrestler, uh, I have some. Ah! Uh, I have a reference. Uh, his name is uh, Roderick Strong. There you go. So yeah, if you need that, I'm also your guy. Welcome to the humble brag show. Um, I fucking rock. <laughs> you do I'm the best. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I got a sleep study on Friday. It was weird. So oh yeah, that is weird. It wasn't fun. I'm preparing for a two week juice fast. Why? Just I want to heal the microbiome in my gut and try to reset all my eating habits. Just regular that, things, you You're going to you know? shit so much. <laughs> I know. I bought like two massive crafts today just so I can make – because I make like shit, three gallons man. of juice every morning. No, yeah. Pretty much. In and out. It's the juice and you just re- – it's like compost and you just drink it. Um, and I've been playing a lot of this one game called Death Stranding. I have like 195 hours in it. And I think I started last month. <laughs> That's a lot of hours. Yeah, it's kind of taken over. Hey, it's one of the. It's probably the best video game I've ever played. Ever. So, ever. Shout out to that. You might like it. It's on PS4. Do you have? You know, you have an Xbox. Yeah, I have the old Shit. Xbox. Oh well, there goes that. I I would have played it too. I wouldn't have. <laughs> well, it's kind of like a UFC. Right? Haven't you been playing 2K20? Yeah, I have. <laughs> How's that? It's awful. <laughs> The, like the my player career mode is so bad because they make like you're because you get two characters uh, a female and a male and they're so fucking corny the storyline's weird Samoa Joe has a bionic arm and the rocks the president why does Samoa Joe have a bionic arm I don't know they didn't really it's... explain it very well <laughs> it's probably from a commercial shoot he got injured and then he said he could get the bionic arm yeah he lost his arm like well, yeah. give me a fucking fake one dude poor guy can't catch a fucking break that's how we like to report the news i'm just like yeah he probably hurt himself on another commercial people are like did he hurt himself on a commercial that well there's your report <laughs> yeah um have you been watching a lot of wrestling i've been watching a bit um i mean wednesdays i watch 
mean, I was at NXT TakeOver Portland. Lucky. So Lucky that was I was cool. supposed to go. Did yeah, Chang go? Yeah, Chang was there. Oh, that's sick. That's awesome. But, yeah, it was really fun. That I mean, that whole card I thought was really good. We can get into wrestling talk. Um, I think we decided we're not going to do the standard good match show show. A little bit of a, a, a get back into it and just say what's up and then start again like next week. Yeah. My Sundays are pretty fucking open these days because I don't. Uh, there's no football. Well, there's actually football, but no. I feel like the ratings. So it dropped what thirty four percent from week one to week two. It wasn't bad though. It wasn't bad, but I feel like it's just going to keep dropping. I don't. I think they're gonna they're gonna find a spot and just hover. Where do you think they're gonna bottom out? Probably about two million. Two million, you think? Well, just because it's, go, it's on Fox go one and five. ESPN. Oh, so they have the two broadcasters. Well, they have Fox, ESPN. Like, they have a. Like, so they, they get good spots, and, like, they're selling really well ticket wise still. So. Mm. Well, that's that's good. pretty cool. I know Big Walt went to a Dragons game. Why are they called the Dragons, the Seattle team? Do you know? Is there any reason? Or. They're, they actually released. Uh, if you look online, they released these weird fucking, like, skits and shit about it. I gotta watch that. Not I'll skits, report like, uh, back. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Oh, weird. I'm oh, is that my pill cutter? Yeah. <laughs> so when I visited Isai for uh, Wrestle Kingdom, I when I flew there, I forgot my luggage completely, like my entire luggage, my suitcase, my medication, everything. So we had to pick up more gimmicks from Brady at the pharmacy, and I had to buy a pill cutter, and he's playing with it now. Yeah, I was just sitting on the desk over here because I'm in my spare room. In the spare room. Yeah, um, no, I mean, the XFL, the game I watched, I think it was the very first one, the Dragons versus the Defenders, and it wasn't bad, which was surprising. So, you know, the thing is, like, I don't want it to succeed because I'd love for Vince to eat shit, but the thing is that it's a lot of people with jobs there, (laughs) and I don't want them to to fail and be out of jobs as well. I would want it to succeed, like, because, like, if the more it succeeds, the more maybe Vince will step away from WWE. And what would hope? But I feel like maybe the more it succeeds, the more he, the more he controls WWE. He's like, I don't gotta give a fuck about football anymore. I conquered that. And then he's like, I'm gonna book every single match. I'm gonna produce the matches now. And he's he like, just he fires the agents. SmackDown these days. <laughs> That's true. Which is kind of crazy considering how fucking bad SmackDown is. SmackDown's really bad, but it's because it comes from Bruce Pritchard. And so Please? Uh, yeah, go ahead, sorry. Say, unlike Heyman, Heyman will like argue with Vince and like stand up for his stuff, and you can tell that on Raw because a lot of what's going on is like Heyman style booking, pushing Heyman guys, stuff like that. Whereas Bruce Pritchard knows how to talk to Vince, but it's not necessarily how to change his mind. He just kinda knows how to navigate him. Yeah, I can't think of any new stars that they've introduced on this show since the brand split, since the Fox debut, with the exception of Lacey Evans that they're trying to do. Yeah, that one's real rough. Yeah. I mean, I'm really hoping that they don't go the, the mania route with her because she just did a multi, multi-match multi program with Bailey, lost. So then for her to just be shoehorned back in, it's not that fun. <laughs> um Speaking of mania, I just heard from the Meltzer himself that uh, Dave Meltzer reported. <laughs> oh, 
So I got the Meltzer cough. Um, Jeez. That, is he okay? I don't know. It's was it Semper, Tokyo Dome. Semper Vivi was saying something like uh, that uh, just every year he gets it when he comes back from Japan, which is just so bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, Cena versus Elias and Fiend versus Roman Reigns are no longer scheduled to be happening. Thank fucking Christ. So I'm hoping that we get Cena versus literally anyone else, and that I'm assuming that we're going to get Goldberg versus Roman Reigns now. I think we are going to get Big Bill versus uh, Rome. Which I think that just makes so much more sense to have Spear versus Spear versus, versus Spear versus Weird the guy. fuck. Yeah. No, and it's, it's, it's really interesting because obviously the plan was to dethrone the Fiend at Mania. So now what does the Fiend do at Mania? John Cena. Oh, God. Because yeah. Bray Wyatt is all about right now his character, The Fiend. It's about, like, avenging losses. Yeah, going back. People. And do you remember that old Bray Wyatt versus uh, Big John? So here's my fantasy booking then. Goldberg, John. Goldberg loses, and then Cena wins the title as 17th for the record at Mania from The Fiend. I would that so would, much rather that. That'd be cool. But we're probably going to get Roman beating Goldberg for the title. And Goldberg's going to win on Thursday, I think, or on fucking Saudi Arabia. Yeah, we're going to be doing a live commentary all six hours. Just go to uh, bit.ly slash Super Showdown podcast. We'll be it's doing gonna be that. It's going to be us. Follow live along. commentary. Yep, we're going to be doing all of it. We're going to actually be watching it three times in a row. So and so you'll get different takes each time. We'll have it up yeah. on YouTube as well. Because <laughs> we'll be analyzing the matches, breaking them down like we usually do. So, yeah, we're we're both really excited for Super Showdown, the real mania of the year. Yeah, it's the uh, crown jewel. Yeah, hashtag real WrestleMania. Um, what else? I mean, so what have been? Uh, what have been? I, I have all my matches pulled up that I've been watching, so I'm ready to go. All but right, what so have uh, What have been things that you've been enjoying? You want to? We'll start with you. You're start a lot more organized. Okay. So I'm just going to go four stars and up. Oh. There's about have a... You been, have you been watching a lot? I've been watching quite a bit. Or I've been watching a lot of uh, New Japan, GCW, random matches, AEW, and other stuff. So, But um, the only big ones that I have on my list right now that I haven't gone to... I haven't been watching any stardom, which I need to really get on. But because everything's changing so quickly, and then um, I haven't seen Katsuhiko Nakajima versus Hideki Suzuki from the recent Noah show, and I have not seen Kento Miyahara versus Yumi Ayagi, uh, I believe is his name. But I haven't seen those. But I really wanted to. Um, but yeah, so we got Cody versus Wardlow in a steel cage match from the most recent Dynamite. What are your thoughts on that one? Was that? I mean, I watched that one. Yeah. What would what, what, you think? I'd give it four stars. Four stars? What, why'd you give yeah. it four stars? Explain you your know, process. Just, so when I was watching the match, I was like, how much would I rate this after? And I just felt it in my body. It was a solid four. What'd but the like match itself, yeah, <laughs> the match itself, I don't know. I, so, I mean, this was really make or break for Wardlow. And I feel that a lot of guys in AEW have that aura, aura or that, um, that kind of, it's like, uh, it's a shitty place to be in because 
they're not a lot of the, a lot of the guys don't wrestle often, right? So when they yeah. finally do, they have to put on a hell of a performance. Like I thought MGF sucked, but his most recent match with Jungle Boy was pretty damn great. I thought I th- a um, lot of it was Jungle Boy because he was just. It's true, but man, it's like a good match is a good match. Um, so he impressed me in that though, and that was his last one. So I felt like Wardlow, if he didn't have, I mean, at least at the very least, a great if not a good if not great match, then um, you know, people aren't gonna really give a shit about him anymore anymore. And I thought he definitely held his own in this match. Um, a moment that really stood out to me is when he hung Cody outside the ropes, in between the ropes and the and the the steel cage and he started slamming the cage on Cody. I'd never seen that before. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. They have like a different type of cage. So they were able to do something cool. I like how they put love, how they put their own spin on it. Actually, how they always sort of abandon the WWE rules with each match. So for them, it was just pinfall or submission only you can win. Um, I mean, the moonshot off the top was obviously the highlight. And uh, I think Cody didn't realize how high he was when he got up there. You know, and he was just, he did either. And then when he did, he was like, I got to just fucking do this. And he just, and Wardlow did a hell of, he was a hell of a base for that. Truly. He he, he caught him pretty good with making sure to protect him. Definitely caught him better than Road Dogg and Billy Gunn. Yeah. (laughs) That's very true. I thought that match was good. Um, I'd probably give him three, seven, five. Um, reason being is because like that match is like every Cody match is just like a ton of shit that's going on. It's a lot of, no pun intended. A lot of smoke and mirrors. Yep. Oh, that was a dashing joke. Fuck yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I, I deep cut. And so just like deep with cut. the MJF interference, the Arn Anderson stuff, like the blading, like the big, like the big high spot at the end. It's like this is a very Cody match, and it's yep. super. It was super like slow, very old school cage match. Like the heel just grinding and beating him, and beating him, and beating him, and so. Um, it was good though. Like it was really good. They played their parts really well. But like I said, it was just uh, like Cody's matches are all, all kind of starting to get the same formula. I'm really enjoying this MJF story though. I'm really enjoying MJF watching MJF suffer. You know, so yeah. I, I'm excited to see the payoff. What What do you think is going to happen going into Revolution? Uh, I mean, I think Cody kind of has to win. Yeah. Because if not, then, like, everything, like, didn't matter. That's true. And you don't want to, like, say fuck you to your fans like that. Yeah. That'll be really fun to watch MJF lose. Yeah. Um, all right, next cool. up I got – oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was say the one thing that kind of sucks is that, like, Cody can't change the title. So it's, like, he just has, like, other than, like, meaningless feuds, like, going forward. I, oh, I texted you and I was so stoned the other night and I was like, okay, so hear me out. <laughs> and I was like, all right, so Moxley loses to Jericho. MJF beats Cody. Cody be- or MJF becomes the number one contender. MJF beats Jericho on Dynamite. And then Cody, though, or God damn it, what was it? No, the MJF and Cody match doesn't happen at Revolution. Moxley loses to Jericho. But then MJF fights Jericho for the title on the fall when Dynamite wins. And then Cody's like, hey, I still have a match with you. That's your loophole. That would never happen now that I said that aloud. It's so fucking dumb. Jesus. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed I just said that live on the air. Um, turn off the calls. I don't want anyone. God damn it. I'm just trailing off now. Um, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, whatever, man. But, but uh, um, no, I, I I agree. It's meaningless. It's, there'll be some weird stuff, and I also love the text. Where, like I'm so high. Hear me out. Yeah, no, it's always like an 11 p.m. text too. It's like I'm already I'm asleep, awake. but I'm not. Uh, but no, I agree. Cody's the meaningless feuds. I think that this one is definitely felt important, but I don't know where he goes after this, so we'll see. Um, next, I had Takashi Sasaki versus Alex Cologne from uh, Run Ricky Run, the recent GCW show. It's just a great death match. Then um, Johnny Gargano versus Cameron Grimes from NXT TV. That was a Solid really good match. match. It was really good, and it made me realize how little Johnny wrestles. I think last year he wrestled like 13 times only. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I thought thought that was really good. Like, I miss Cameron Grimes. Um, I think he's a phenomenal talent. And I think if used right, like, Trevor Lee could just do fucking everything. So, I think just kind of after they get through, like, this this next takeover season, when they're going instead with uh, After Mania, then they can kind of go back to. Getting guys like him, Kushida, get like those like kind of next the next rung down, get those guys back up and heat it up. Yeah, I love that. That's I mean that really is the new generation that breakout tournament um, stable, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they begin to fit in storyline versus yeah. just match wise. Um, then I had a uh, Tetsuya Naito versus Kenta from the New Beginning in Osaka. Pretty good match. Four, these are all four stars so far. Just four stars. Um, did you watch that one? Yes, I did. Yeah, what'd you think? I really liked it. I mean, Naito, um, is just awesome. You could still tell both these dudes are just, like, in this, like, weird space of, like, their minds are saying, let's do this, and their bodies are just, like, slowing down <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. It's just, like, and they're both really, really good, and so it's, like, you can kind of overlook it, but there's just times you can tell, ooh, these guys have kind of been through some shit in the last few years. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're both like Kenta's shoulder, Naito's belly. They're just like wounds, just signs of battle. Yeah, and it's just like, especially like Naito a couple years ago, like when he was super hot and lost to Okada. Um, like he was working on such a different level, and he kept doing that. And you can think you can tell it could slow him down just a little bit now. Yeah. Um, but they're both phenomenal. It's like it was a great match. Like I loved. Yeah, it's still fun. That, run, so I think the third act was great. Um, then I had Ryuji Ito versus Matt Tremont from GCW Ready to Die in Japan. Then um, from GCW's LA show, Blake Christian Blake Christian defeats Ares. Ares, well, really great lucha style match. Uh, I believe this is when Blake Christian announced that his candidacy to fight Will Ospreay at spring break. So we'll see if that happens. I know Tony kind of cool one to do. Yeah. I know Tony Deppin's fighting Alex Shelley at spring break for the first time ever. Speaking of Tony Deppin, the next match would be uh, Tony Deppin defeating Jake Atlas and Jake Atlas's last indie match from GCW's. I can't feel my face. Um, pack versus Darby Allen. Another great match from dynamite. Um, Masaaki uh, Mochizuki and uh, Naomichi Marafuji defeating Axis from Noah's reboot, taking the tag titles off Nakajima and Shiyazaki was fantastic. We actually watched this one together. Dan Math defeating Mance Warner at No Holds Barred ICW. Oh, that's been one of your top matches. That's a four star. I thought that was just it was just for what it was. It, it 
completely killed what it had to do. Why Mance Warner just puts the door over man uh, Dan Matt's face, and it's just he just fucking starts beating it up, wearing the door like a necklace. Yeah, it was just a great, great moment. Um, Adam Cole. So now this is four point two five, so four and a quarter stars and up. Adam Cole defeating Tommaso Ciampa from the recent Portland. What did you think? What was it like being there live? I, I loved the match live. Um, I'm a big Undisputed Era fan and big Adam Cole fan. And so for me, it's like just like his work is just like next level and like his like his um, psychology in the ring. Same with Ciampa. Um, I, and I said this with Jenna and she kind of disagreed with me a bit. But Ciampa is like a step below like right like the next rung on as far as being one of the best like move guys in rain workers like his work just because of like his knees his fucking back his shoulders like like everything just like he can't do like what like young psycho killer used to do like in PWG a few years ago or Ring of Honor but his like psychology makes up for it. like every little things he does in between are so good the little like nuances he adds to everything are so good that it definitely makes up for it but um, I like to turn at the end a whole lot with Johnny. Um, I thought that was a really cool thing, especially because we never got an ending to that story. And so I would like an ending. And even if the roles have been reversed a little bit and it's kind of things have changed, I think everybody needs that finality. And I think when they kind of tell that story that we, we need that ending, it'll kind of click with a lot more people too. Yeah, I'm excited. And you know, so... I remember I texted you before Portland and I said, I need to tell you something. He said, what? And I said, I hope Ciampa loses. He said, me too. And I felt like so bad for saying that because he's such a great guy. But, man, the title loss could do so much more for him um, than it would for uh, Cole. And also Cole is just meant to be the champion right now. You know, I I, I am hoping for an Okada reign here. Um, I mean, who, who's he face at Mania? It has to be Balor. Or they were saying people were saying there's going to be a four way, which I highly doubt. I hope it's not a four way because it wouldn't make sense because Gargano yep. lost. Yep. And um, but so my dream for this Gargano Champa match would be that um, because I think that you have enough matches for the takeover, right? Yeah. So loser leaves nxt do it at goddamn wrestlemania there's no match no feud that has more history going into mania than champo gargana and that would be a match i'd love to see on that stage i think if there's any nxt match that deserves to be at mania for a payoff if they're allowed to do it the way that they could do it in nxt so maybe like maybe put them in the kofi versus brian spot from last year that would be a fucking insane mania match and you, you give them that 20, 30 minutes that they need. and they can, 100%. They can legitimize NXT. They can show this is what we do down there. Um, and then they could get that fucking storybook ending that they fucking need. Because I, I think that's, uh, they, they need that. Yeah, it would be great for it to happen at TakeOver. But even then, to imagine it at WrestleMania, to imagine the ballad of Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano ending at WrestleMania is just – because I feel like – you know, these guys both wrestle such a style that we don't have a lot of years left with them. So, man, give me that moment because I can't imagine any other match. That's 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 us getting a final Kane versus Undertaker or an Edge versus Christian at Mania or something like that, but even better. And Corbin versus Sheamus, you know. Yeah, Corbin versus Angle, too. He's back. 
He finally went to Columbia. He got the injections. Oh, yeah. um, next up, Ricky Shane Page defeating the king of this shit, Nick Gage. Man, Watch what a that, fucking man. match. You watched it? Yeah. So much blood. And I, I hate, I fucking love, I loathe Eddie Only, Atticus Kogar, Eric Ryan, Gregory Irons. Can all fuck off. AAO, whatever the fuck they are. I hate Ricky Shim Page. You and everybody else that was there. Dude, I thought they were going to riot at the end. It was insane. I too. <laughs> uh, that whole GCW show. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was that was probably top five shows of the year for me so far. Run, Ricky, run. Available Fight TV if you haven't checked it out yet. Um, next up, Nyla Rose defeating Riho for the women's title. I thought this match was phenomenal. It was the first AEW women's match where I've stood up and I've yelled. Um, I thought this was the best match by both of them so far in the company, too. This was just one where it clicked. And... Um, while I wasn't, I still don't think Nyla's quite ready to hold the belt and be the beacon of that division. You know, her promo this past Wednesday was great, so we'll see uh, We'll see what happens. But um, I thought this was just, yeah, a, an amazing David versus Goliath match. It was good. So, <laughs> so some, some of the things that happened, that, that happened in that match for me, um, it just, it's like some of the stuff, like there's no way that like, it was believable. <laughs> ah, okay. And so I was just like, eh. Is it, it just Riho's offense? Yes. Okay. And, and, and See, more, and I it, thought... It was more of like a, a like she's chopping her down, but like she was like at the end of the match after selling super hard and like going through the heat, she's giving you like these just giant suplexes and it's like, well, you just got beaten down for like 15 minutes. Like, Maybe you shouldn't be doing these like two Northern Lights suplexes in a row. Oh man, I love those spots so much. I flipped out for that. It's just like one of those things, like where it just it's it's a little it kind of take took me out of it for a second. Yeah, no, totally. I guess I was able to suspend my disbelief for it. Also, I watch hot wrestling always high, so there's that too. That um, also helps. Yeah. Okay. Um, next up, this is my last four, uh, four star. Okay. 4.25. I would actually give this match four stars in retrospect. And I actually, I gave Dominic Dijakovic versus Keith Lee a 3.75. So that'd be the only other match worth oh, mentioning. Not the here. worst. I know. Uh, but DIY versus Mustache Mountain from Worlds Collide. Yeah, this is fantastic. A lot of fun, like, a really, really fun match. But when I watched it back, it's like, Really, they so they wrestle a twenty minute match, and the first ten minutes they don't do a goddamn thing, and it's it's really just like atmosphere and them like riding up the crowd, which is cool. But when I watch it back, I'm like, I just skip it now. So I'm like, I'm not gonna see this part again. But man, the first time it was really fun. Um, so now th- this would be four and a half stars and up. Um, Broser waits defeat the undisputed era from Takeover Portland. Fucking great. Just phenomenal tag team wrestling. Also, Adam Page and Kenny Omega defeating the Lucha Brothers from this past week's Dynamite. I mean, two good. two absolute banger tag matches that were, I think, would have been match of the year for tag team wrestling last year, and they both happened in the same week in the second month of this year. That's just absolutely insane. Um, yeah, weights are just a hell of a pairing. They really struck gold with that. The chemistry is unreal. Riddle's doing great. 
Uh, Finn Balor defeats uh, Finn Balor defeats Johnny Gargano from Takeover Portland. I love that match. Yeah, tell me I, about I, it. So I loved the um, like I mean they just had like the every single move allowed match with uh, Dijakovic and Keith Lee. The next match on that card was Dakota Kai versus Tegan Ox in a street fight. So there was just a, a ton of fucking weapon st- uh, spots and just a lot of like ECW st- uh, style of brawling. And so then you get down to Bauer versus Gargano. They slow it down. It's like chain wrestling and they're doing it so well. They're cinching in the hold hard. So it's like you can see it's like, oh, it's not just like a rest spot or just to go slow, like a Baron Corbin just to go slow. It was like, oh, they're kind of putting in moves and they built that up. So they kind of let it like release a little bit and everybody kind of breathed for a second and then they brought everybody back in. It was great. Um, I love that they were like kind of mirror images of each other in like the whole story. It's like Finn's old Mr. NXT, Johnny Gargano is now Mr. NXT and then just kind of that whole story. And They both have the most abs in NXT. Yeah. Like truly mirror images. That's a great point to make. They're two sides of the same coin. And both of them are pretty much tweeners now, I would say. Um, Finn's still a bad guy. I mean, Johnny is too, so I, I guess. Yeah. But that's fun. Um, yeah, everything in that match, like the second and third acts, were just – like every move they hit was just crisp. This was the best Finn has looked. I think this was Finn's best WWE match. The only other ones that come to mind are his NXT TV match, like the 40-minute one with Nakamura. Or, um, that was really good. Yeah. And I think that, those two probably, yeah. Um, then we have uh, Matthew Justice defeating Matt Tremont from Run Ricky Run. Did you see this match? Uh, I did not. So, I want to talk about this match just real quick. So, Matt Tremont gets his arm split open from like um, like a good six-inch cut. So, he gets it's sewn shut. During the match, though, he just duct taped it shut in Japan. So in this match, they shake hands before Justice and Tremont. If you don't know about Matthew Justice, everyone, he is top five wrestlers on the independent scene right now. This guy's absolutely fucking insane. His gimmick is he just does chair shots to the head. He's the brand new. He's the new Mike Awesome. He's awesome. Um, so they shake hands, and immediately they start doing fucking chair shots. And then Justice pulls out a big old barbecue fork. And he, like, looks at Tremont, and he just fucking rips this tape off this dude's arm. And he legitimately rips the fucking stitches (laughs) off this dude's arm with a barbecue fork. And it's digging and just stabbing him in the fucking arm. It was one of the grossest, most fucked up things I've seen in a death match ever. And then he stuck the barbecue fork in it. He basically bent it. And they started hitting it like a hammer. And I was just like, oh, my God. So if you like blood, if you like depravity, if you like ultraviolence, this is a match for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, yeah, no, it was just – it was insane. Then uh, Thunder Rosa versus Allison K from NWA Hard Times. I, this is a strong contender for Women's Match of the Year already. Did you get to see this one? I did not. It went like 20 minutes. It was just – Everything you needed. It, it, it was the closest a match has remind. It was the first match to remind me of the feeling I got when I was watching Sasha versus Bailey in Brooklyn. 
I highly recommend it. Check it out. It's on my fight if you want to use it, if you want to watch it. Oh, yeah. So you have my, you have my login info. Um, super. That whole pay-per-view is fun. They do the TV title tournament, so just a bunch of six-minute matches. So they're all like uh, Dan Maps in it, Matt Cross, uh, Ricky Starks. It's a lot of fun. Um, just really quick, brutal matches. Uh, next up, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne, the Broserweights, defeating South Wales Subculture. Another fucking tag match. That was such here. a fucking banger. <laughs> Jesus, man. The best that was match of that whole tournament was that match. I can't imagine a better television match this year so far. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. <laughs> Um, just really Mark, so good. Mark Andrews and fucking Flash Morgan Webster are like super underrated. They are goddamn great at what they do. So they, really they are. they're a, is like, I mean, I think they got paired up together, what, six months ago? About Something a year like ago that. So, but yeah. A year? Yeah. So, I mean, they're just, they have that chemistry. It's a, and to see them versus the Broserweights in the Broserweights first match, goddamn, that should have, I mean, that could have been the finals. Should have been. Um, then we got Yuji Ino versus Yuji Okabayashi from Happy New Year zero one zero one. This is just a big Haas Japanese Haas match. If you like the BJW strong matches, check it out. Um, man, this match I think is a contender for. I only give it four and a half stars. This is my last four and a half star, but I think that. This is a top match of the year regardless because of the way that the match transpired. But Imperium versus the Undisputed Era. That Alexander Wolf getting knocked out and then them basically calling that match on the fly. Imperium basically calling hitting every single spot still and knowing all of Wolf's spots and putting in double the work. And then also finding out that Bartel got fucking concussed in that match as well. And he kept going. Or he was. I don't want to say he kept going. He was able to keep going. He was concussed but not knocked out. And I mean, Walter looked like a fucking beast in this match. Yeah, he did. So I mean, if anything, I think that they should do Cole versus Walter title for fucking title. Well, that'd be and, uh, a while. I, I hadn't it, even thought of that. That should be the NXT Takeover main event and then you do Johnny and Champa on Mania. And um oh, yeah. because I think Walter would kick ass to take the belt off Cole and just do fucking double duty is just the ultimate heel for a bit. Because then the main event scene kind of gets to reset itself, right? Because then anyone is a legit contender because everyone has the same upper hand against Walter. You yeah. get to do and then what you probably fucking do is uh I don't know, Walter versus like Finn, that'd be crazy if you had Walter coming in NXT. Now I'm just high in fantasy booking. And you had Walter and Finn do UK Dublin and Finn won the UK championship and just became NXT Europe. That would be fucking awesome. And then you'd get a lot of eyes on NXT UK. You definitely would. And I think they've got to be doing something with Finn with the NXT TakeOver in Dublin. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe he'll win the Cruiserweight title on Devlin. But, um... I know, I feel like Finn at this point is better as an attraction than a t- like um than like he doesn't need a title. He is a star no matter what. He has that aura, right? So yeah. I think that no matter what stage he's on, it's going to become must watch. I'd watch NXT UK if he joined that. And I don't think that I'm saying like he doesn't lose his stock 
being in there or going there. I think he's a Cesaro in that where he's a hired gun, you know? Yeah, I, I would agree. Like, that'd be pretty cool. Like, just him kind of there doing his thing, but, like, only has to wrestle, like, every once in a while. Yeah. No, I mean, um, he really is a special attraction now, and I think that's awesome where he, he's kind of like this um, – I don't know. It's nice that NXT has like a quote unquote part timers, I guess. Yeah, I kind of like it. Um, be interesting to see how Charlotte, Char, Charlotte, Charlotte meshes in. Um, Hiromu Takahashi versus Ryu Lee from New Beginning. You see this? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to think about it for a second. I'm like, did I watch that one? Yeah, Brady told me about it. So this was the best chopping exchange. Since Kensuke Sasaki and Kenta Kobashi. This is just, it was fucking unreal. Just uh, absolute banger. I don't know what else to say. No, yeah, there's not much. I mean, just the two of them together is the fucking, like, Dynamite Kid Tiger Mask or, like, that kind of shit. Especially in, like, the junior division. So, yeah, I loved it. Um... Yeah, I mean, for for like for whatever reason, it was just like that little gut feeling where I was like, this just is like not five though. It's not perfect, but man, it was goddamn great. Well, it's because they, um, they they've had better matches. I think each so. Other. Yeah, that chopping exchange was just that is a top moment of the year. Um, so that I watched this with you, and I just rewatched this actually. Like I just rewatched this when I watched. Oh, Shingo Takage versus uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Amazing match, four and a half stars too. I forgot because oh, yeah. I haven't I haven't logged that yet. Um, but I just rewatched this after watching that match it was Evil and Shingo Takage versus Goto and Ishii from New Year's Dash. This was I remember we watched this together right before we took him to the airport and we weren't really expecting much from New Year's Dash and this match blew me the fuck away. It fucking went for it. It was great. You could tell that these four guys were pissed that they didn't have a prominent feature on the card at Wrestle Kingdom with the exception of Goto, and they were hungry and thirsty to prove something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was phenomenal. And now I got, so besides Takahashi versus Osprey and Okada versus Ibushi, I have one more five-star match this year, which has happened since then. Do you want to guess what it is? What is it? Moxley versus Suzuki. Oh, it was good. I thought when I watched it, it was just, it was like a perfect match made in heaven. Like the chemistry was off the charts. Watching it for character work, I was like, this is something I would show to like actors that I work with. Yeah. It was just, everything about it blew me the fuck away. It exceeded the hype. This is what I wanted Liger versus Suzuki to be. When yeah. Suzuki just starts hitting himself in the fucking head with the door, and then Moxley starts hitting himself in the head with the door, it's like anything you can do, I can do better, or like uh, anything you can do, I want to do too. And it was just I mean, from depraved. The yeah. When they did like the fucking like Suzuki has the chairs and gives them one, it's like, all right, motherfucker, we're doing this. Yeah, I love that. That's the classic Tanaka versus Awesome spot too. And uh, Moxley did, did that with Ishii during the G one as well, which is really awesome. Um, but yeah, man, that was just, to me, that was, I'll always remember that match. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, what else? So that's it for matches for me. Everything I've watched. <laughs> yeah, so, um, 
I mean, I gotta agree on a lot of those. Um, just be, like the ones I watch, like I feel like we kind of have the same um, ideas on a lot of them, except for Dijakovic and Keith Lee. For me, was unreal. Like to me, that was a close to a five star match. Maybe it's just maybe seen it live, but my my hold up with it was like when they're going up for the Spanish Fly when they're doing the dives. Like it was just it's like my same gripe that I have with a lot of death matches where like fifty percent of the match is the setup, and it was like. Watching it on television, it just didn't have that flow for me, and it felt like two guys trying to do a wrestling match versus two guys having a wrestling match. And um, I, I don't know. I think that they've had better matches, including one of their TV ones. So I thought this was, was easily it. their best NXT one. I don't know. Uh, but his, I think Dijakovic's dive to the outside between the two tables was probably one of the best spots they've done in a match so far. I yeah. think the ending was just – it kind of um, – it threw me too. So I also – I think that they were holding back a little bit, believe it or not, because I think that they're going to do it again. I mean, well, they are going to do it again, and I think it's going to be at Mania or TakeOver Mania. Yeah. Uh, I hope they don't do it again. Um, well, because on – t- t- did you, you saw on TV. Yeah, I saw on COVID TV. Now. They didn't necessarily um, say like they were going to do it like soon, but like I think they kind of left the door open for it. Um, I just really liked the match because live – like. The crowd was just so hot for everything they were doing. Um, the stuff like just looked fucking brutal there. Um, I understand what you mean sometimes where the spots look like they're very choreographed. But, I mean, I watch Young Buck matches and, like, shit with, like, the Lucha Bros in them where it's, like... <laughs> so, I, I understand that. Like, and they, they didn't do it to the point for me where it, like, really took me out. Um, whereas, like, some, like, private party stuff for me does or things like that where it looks like... That's how really it felt, yeah. Spots. And so I don't. I love that match. That match to me was fantastic. And it could it could just be that I'm so spoiled, and I've seen these big guys do so many flips that it just doesn't amaze me anymore, or something. Yeah. But um, maybe I'm just a brat, you know. Yeah, we'll go with that one. <laughs> what else? Um, I mean, I think you pretty much got most of them that I can think of right now. Like, I really I want to like, watch the new. Uh, I want to watch the new Warrior Wrestling. Oh, I haven't seen that. Part's probably really good. Because um, you have those I, War of Attrition matches, which sound yeah. cool. Fuck, I forgot who won their title. Oh, it was Brian Pillman Jr. Really? Yeah, he's their champion. <laughs> That's cool, man. Good for him. Yeah, and then it's kind of like off the Broserweight fucking Undisputed Air match. Like, I love that one, especially live. Matt Riddle's like the most over person in the fucking building. Um... He, they just were so good. Like, and, like, you never would think that those two would have good chemistry. But, like, their in-ring styles aren't super different. And so it just worked really well. And I love, like, the playoff of their characters. And so, like, that match to me, like, the like match of the night for me at TakeOver Portland was Dejakovic versus Keith Lee. But my favorite, like, thing was Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne winning the titles. That, that match was just so good. Bianca, what did you think of Bianca versus Rhea? It was good and it was fine. It was short. Yeah. It just felt like it kind of ended like out of nowhere. Yeah, no, same, 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 same. I, I didn't like the ending, but man, I I'm I'm such a fucking Bianca Mark though. I think I'm she, not. like Yeah, you're you're like Dave. Damn. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> Pops, huge teenagers. Um well what are you looking forward to? Let's wrap it up. 
I'm looking forward to uh, Revolution just because AEW pay-per-views have been really good. Planning on watching that with a friend of the show, Brady. He did wrestling.com. Um, I'm looking forward We're to friends with Brady where... still? Yeah, we are. We are? Okay. Shouts out to Brady. I thought, we'll talk after. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see where they're going to go for Mania. Because uh, Raw's been a pretty cohesive and good show. Ah, yeah, let's talk. What do you think is going to be Mania? So we got McIntyre, Lesnar. Yeah, that's going to be it. I think we're going to get Goldberg versus Roman. Goldberg versus Roman. Korea versus Almas payoff. I think like, I think they need to do like a multi-man match for the United States. Like make it the, like the ladder match they usually have. Because you can do... Please, yeah. Yeah, like Almas, Korea... Fucking Mysterio, Garza. Garza, fuck. Yeah. Put in Tough. Benjamin. Yeah, put just like those guys that can come in and just fucking work hard. Put in Cedric, like he's on Raw. Yeah. Put in like Cedric in there, and then you can have a multi man ladder match for the United States title. They'll fucking work hard. They'll take 30 minutes out and fucking excite everybody. So I hope that's something that happens. Um, I think, what else? Uh, Strowman has no opponent yet for the IC. I think uh, we'll probably get Miz and Morrison versus, like, Usos, New Day. I think that might be the latter match. I hope not. I hope that they save it for the the U.S. title because they, they usually do. I like singles ladder matches more than tag team ones. Well, it wouldn't be a tag team. It would just be a multi-person. Yeah, I mean, it's like people, I don't know. Because um, it's like the Usos aren't going to fight the Usos, though. But um, what else? Uh, God damn it, I hope we get Drew Gulak versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. I know it'll never happen, but they interacted on SmackDown, and it looked like they're setting up a program, or at least a match. That is definitely Daniel Bryan being like, I want to work with this fucking guy. I know, and that would be fucking amazing if they could do that. Yeah, it would be great. Um, Probably, we're getting, probably, we are getting Charlotte versus Rhea. Yeah. Shayna versus Becky. I think that one's going to be really good, because Shayna's really fucking good. Um, I think Rhea and Charlotte is going to be a little tough um, just because it's like it's just going to be a long show and the crowd like hopefully like that's what my worry in this one is like hopefully they give them a good spot because Charlotte's a star and Rhea like this is their chance to build her and so they need like with the show being so long I hope matches like this one don't get like the crowd just like actually cares you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I think they will because I think Rhea is going to have the crowd behind her for that because I think that there's such an animosity towards Charlotte, or there can be. I think that Charlotte's going to really fucking ham it up here. So I feel like it's going to be pretty good. Kind of like a, um, oh man, like a Corbin versus Angle. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, just, just heat. Just like, just get the fuck out of here. Um, I, re- I mean, it's such a shame that Sasha's injured. I would love for a Bailey versus Sasha in Mania. It sucks. I, I would like that. I think there's two different matches that are kind of on that. Um, it's either gonna be Lacey versus Bailey or Bailey versus Naomi. So it kind of depends. Yeah, they're doing Naomi versus Bailey at Super Showdown. But so they could always see. do another match. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, but I think that that would make it the only program that has a blow off at Mania because they were talking about this on uh, the Observer Radio is that 
every single match at Mania is the beginning. None of them are blow-offs. There's yeah, no payoff true. matches, which um, that makes it a lot harder because the emotional investment perhaps isn't as much. But, I mean, oh, Edge versus Orton's going to be probably fantastic. Oh, uh, yeah, that's going to be great. And we'll see. Yeah, Revolution's coming up. I really miss Uncharted Territory. I really uh, think NWA Power's done. So they have a new show called The Circle Squared. I believe Power is no longer – maybe Power is running. I don't know. if They just have a new show. Um, Dynamite's great. I think that Dynamite has been on such a fucking roll lately. And NXT is just – I don't even really watch the TV as much anymore. Not to uh, say it isn't bad, but it's like – it just – every time I watch – I watch Dynamite live. And then when I go to watch NXT, I'm like – the atmosphere is just, I don't know. You're missing out, buddy. I'll come back. I'll come back. Yeah, fucking come back. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Well, I think that that, that, that that about does it, if I can yeah, say it. That does it. Hell yeah. All right, suck your own. Thanks for listening. Yeah, eat shit, everybody. All right. That's Welcome rude. back. Yeah, that was really rude. We we'll be back lose. with some fucking good matches. I've watched, watched the same one from UWF like four times. And it's fucking great every time. Oh, yeah. We're going to be watching a reviewing Nobuiko Takata versus... Fuck. I can't remember I the remember. names. I said the UWF. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good match, though. So we'll be back with that next week. Good, yeah, good, 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 good night. Yeah.